What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Latinally, the podcast that is untamed, uncensored, and unapologetic. So I've made the executive decision as the creator of this show uh, that I am going to now be publishing on Fridays at 10 a.m. instead of noon. Let me tell you why. I'm an early bird and I, you know, keeping with Puerto Rican tradition, listen, like in the mornings, whether it be my mother, my grandmother, what have you, they get up at like seven and by the time you wake up, they're on their third cup of coffee and they tell you about life and, you know, that bitch that they didn't like from 25 years ago and you get the best bonchincha in the morning. So in keeping with that tradition, I have my cup of coffee here and so get whatever you drink in the morning, tea, coffee, what have you, water, kombucha, whatever you drink and let's get into it. But yes, we will be publishing at 10 a.m. on Fridays. Boom, because I want to be your morning cup of tea, okay? So, let's get started. So, today's episode is, I was reading a self-help book because (laughs) your girl needs some help, okay? And one of the chapters was about setting boundaries. And it's the book, um... I think it's uh, things that strong-minded people don't do. And in the chapter of giving away your power, one of the things in this chapter was setting boundaries. So that's what I wanted to deep dive into today because I think that as women, it's so difficult to set boundaries. And believe it or not, it doesn't stop when you get older. Like you think you don't have to continue doing this. But, you know, I talk to older women and no. We are still practicing this, like in our 50s, I'm talking about, okay? So why? Why do we, why do we need to set boundaries? Like what's the point, right? And I think it has to do with taking charge of your life. And it means taking charge of your life in a bunch of different aspects, your personal space, your sexuality, emotions, your possessions, your time and energy, your morals, your religion, right? And there are so many benefits to setting boundaries for yourself. Three of them that I could think of was your self-esteem and your confidence. (sighs) I know it helped me. Having and maintaining, maintaining, keyword, Healthy emotional energy. Okay. Big one. And the last one is independence. And I think what it does is it allows you to make yourself a priority. And that to me is really, really important. And setting boundaries often has like a negative connotation or like a you know like you're like just some uptight bitch who like just sets boundaries no and and it also has like a like when people say setting boundaries it doesn't mean separate or that you're a hard ass setting boundaries is a navigation tool for your life especially for women like us 
women of color. And listen, you have one life. Okay. Can we take charge, please? Okay. And, you know, like I said, setting boundaries in all aspects of your life. But one of the biggest, obviously, are your relationships and how you interact with people. Like when you set boundaries in your relationships, whether it be friends, lovers, family, whatever, it prevents the relationship, in my opinion and in my experience, it prevents it from getting unhealthy and toxic. And it can actually bring you closer to that person. Let me tell you why. Because I said this on a show before over and over again, I feel like that I am someone that is very self-aware of their personality, their behavior, and their effect that they have on people. And the thing is, is that, you know, I know this, you know, toxic people, they don't mean to be toxic. And then in addition to that, some people just have really off shit about them. Like not every person in this planet is toxic. And not every person with baggage or issues is toxic, okay? And some people don't have the self-awareness of what their actions or behaviors do to you or other people. They just don't know. They don't have that strong self-awareness. And I am always someone that if I don't know what I'm doing, right? Like, let's say my actions do something to somebody that like, and I'm not aware. I'm someone that really appreciates you bringing it to the forefront. That way I can correct the behavior because I don't want to be an asshole, period. I mean, unless you deserve it, but most of the time people don't, right? So I want you to let me know, let me know. Let me know about myself, especially if we're close. I don't want to hurt you. So setting boundaries can actually open up somebody's eyes to the changes that they have to make. And the thing is that people might not know that they have to make said changes. You feel me? And also setting boundaries changes you. Like I said, the benefits, independence, like confidence, all that shit, right? It changes you. And... One of the biggest things, sorry, I'm still nasally because I'm pregnant. It, and sidebar, if you're pregnant, <laughs> okay, um, your immune system sucks. So I've had a cold. I'm seven months pregnant. I've had a cold for seven months. Okay, so forgive me. All right, we're a little congested. We're a little nasally because my son is just taking, he's stripping the life away from me and I'm happy to give it. But you just get a little, you know, a little nasal, whatever. Okay? Okay. So back to it. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, it changes you, right? And the thing is, is that when you set these boundaries, you know, even I, depending on the situation, I have to loosen my grip on some of these boundaries sometimes because some cer- certain situations call for them, certain situations you need to loosen up a little bit and you have to have flexibility. You need to be flexible. Like one of the biggest, like my favorite 
like lines or phrases or whatever is from Bruce Lee. And he says, you need to be like water that, that (laughs) just that. And when you're setting these boundaries, not everything is set in stone. You know, don't be so hell bent on sticking to these to the point where you're not going to budge because everyday situations are meant to be taken day by day. Right. And if you cannot bend or adapt and, you know, loosen up the boundaries when you need to tighten up the boundaries when you need to, what's going to happen is you're going to isolate yourself and you're going to put yourself in this box and now you're stuck and you're going to feel very, very alone. And this is, this is one of the more difficult practices because the problem is, is that women, when we are alone or when we're journaling or when we're talking to our girlfriends or whatever, when we talk about setting these boundaries, we're like strong-minded, like, no, fuck that. You're not moving me. You're not budging me. This is me. Boom, 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 boom. Right. And then women are very flexible. And what happens is when we loosen up a bit and when we allow ourselves to bend, sometimes we don't go back and sometimes we allow ourselves to bend way too much, which then defeats the entire purpose. So it comes down to finding a balance. Okay. And you know, the thing is too, you have to find a balance within yourself of how flexible you're going to be, but you also have to find a balance between the boundaries that you set with certain people. Some people need a lot. Some people don't need as many boundaries. You know what I mean? It's, it's going to vary from person to person and relationship to relationship because not everybody's the same. Right. And also your relationships are not the same. How you treat one person is probably not how you treat another person right? Just because of the level or the intensity or the magnitude of your relationship or whatever it might be. You understand? So it depends on the circumstances of your relationship with this person. And it allows you to have more control. Okay. And I, I, listen, I'm a stickler for control. I love it. I thrive on it. I've been trying to loosen up a bit, just a little bit. But the reason of having this control of these boundaries with your relationships is that it allows you, here we go, ready? It allows you to evenly distribute or fairly distribute your energy on certain amounts to certain people, okay? Because... Far too often, women just, (laughs) we give so much of ourselves day to day. I mean, like we give and we give and we give and we give and we give. And then what happens? It, it leaves us with nothing. And then we look haggard and then we get fat and then we, you know, our hair starts falling out and then our skin looks 20 years older because we're haggard, we're tired, we're exhausted, we're stressed because we literally gave all our energy to other people and we didn't save any for ourselves. That's not cute. 
So when you are able to maintain the energy that you distribute to other people based on your relationship, based on your needs, it allows you to have energy for yourself, which then attributes to your own personal growth. Right? Because when you start to do that, then you start to realize what you're not giving yourself and what you're not allowing yourself to do. And a lot of women don't allow themselves to be vulnerable. And this also plays on flexibility because, listen, <laughs> if this show has taught you anything, it is that life is a messy ass bitch. Okay. Like, don't get me wrong, she's cute, and she could be your best friend, and she's there for you, and what have you, but life, sometimes she gets very testy, she don't want to fuck with you today, and she's just throwing a lot at you, your back hurts, like, your shoulders are sore from carrying all this baggage, like, you know what I'm saying? Life is not always that cute. Okay, and (laughs) oftentimes she's testy, okay? Sometimes life is a shysty bitch, okay? (laughs) And you need to allow yourself to break down some of the layers of your boundaries. And it shows you that you can be vulnerable In the sense that if you need release, you know, everyone needs release. Some people like, you know, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Solo release, you know, individual things like working out or going on a bike ride or painting or like things that don't involve somebody else. I am sometimes one of those people. The only person that I actually... Oh, the only person that I actually think I release a lot on is my husband, but that's really it. So when you are, when you're able to break down some of the layers of your boundaries and you're able to be vulnerable, it shows our people that we can trust them. And in turn, it shows them that they can also come to us and be vulnerable too. balance. Right. And you can open up to this person and you can get whatever you have off your chest. Trust them. But don't get crazy and start oversharing. Don't do that. Don't do that. Okay. <laughs> like I said, the layers of your don't break the boundary down. Don't don't don't, you know, release the curtain, sis. Okay. Don't just take the shit down. Layers. <laughs> like an onion. <laughs> peel them back a little bit. Okay? I mean, you're going to put them back up, but but peel them back a little bit. <laughs> All right? And because, listen, <laughs> setting boundaries is all about protecting yourself, right? Loving yourself, respecting yourself. And you have to let people in slowly. Don't. It doesn't matter how close you are. Okay? Because I know, okay, what happens when you have a friendship and you love this person so much and you let them in too much 
and you're close. And I mean, you are so close to the point where you're like, oh, yeah, we're sisters. Okay, I've done that. And it not only bit me in the ass, it took my heart, chewed it, threw it, stomped on it, threw in the garbage, like the whole nine. Okay. Let people in slowly. And once you, because listen, once you begin to overshare, unfortunately, and this is the reality of life. Like I said, she's a shysty bitch. (laughs) Unfortunately, when you overshare and you give people too much of your heart, your mind, your emotions, and, and, and your feelings, that gives people the thought or the mentality that they have a certain power over you. Okay? And unfortunately, a lot of the time, these people will take your vulnerability and just throw it against you in your face. Again, I've had it happen to me before with someone that I loved so much. Okay. And it was not cute. It was not fun. And unfortunately, people do that. They manipulate you over it. And then it causes toxicity. And now all the work that you just put in is in the garbage. All right. So, and listen. As we all know, I am one for a good rant, an occasional good rant, letting it all out, but don't make it a habit to the point where someone can take it and use it for negative reasons. Okay. And listen, I understand that all this is fun and it's fine and it's dandy and I can talk and talk and talk. But how do you define what your boundaries are? First thing, truthfully, is you need to ask what your rights are. Not political, promise. And the thing is that it takes some self-reflection of what your rights are. So I have a couple for you that I've written down that I've done, you know, for myself. And then in addition to some research, of course. So I have a couple. All right, of basic rights that you have to define your boundaries. I have a right to say no without feeling guilty. The right to be treated with respect. The right to make my needs as important as others. The right to be accepting of my mistakes and failures. And the right to not meet others' unreasonable expectations of me. Okay, and once you identify your rights, your boundaries, and you really believe in them, it will be easier for you to honor them, to execute them, and you will stop wasting your energy on pleasing others who don't respect those rights. Boom. Now, how do you set the boundary? (laughs) Like I said, oh, this is cute. Okay, but how do we do it? (laughs) How do we do it? Now, these are my ways. These are my ways. Number one is to be assertive. 
Now, assertive, uh, assertive doesn't mean mean. You don't need to be mean as shit. <laughs> and like I said in my last episode about having a conversation with someone that, yeah, sure, can result in a conflict, let's just say. Just because you have a conflict with someone doesn't mean that the conversation can't just be that conversation. So rather than you blowing up, okay, rather than you just turning up on somebody, this is the time for where we can use effective and detailed communication with this person to get what we want. And the best line, in my opinion, is the I feel I need sentence. Okay. I feel that blank. When you blank, because boom, boom, boom. What I need is boom, 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 boom. Okay. Okay. Another behavior that we can add into it is to learn to say no. Now, listen. I understand, girl. For women, it is so fucking hard to say no. In the workspace, it bitch, in space, it's hard to say no. I get that. Okay? I took an entire communication class on how to say no. And the one thing, and, and it was like a live chat thing, and we can we're like talking and chatting or whatever with the other participants in the class. This was for like a career growth thing. And I took the class anyway. (laughs) Anyway, one of the biggest things that they had was that they couldn't say no. Like they just did not know how to say no. I have a couple ways based on that class. (laughs) And there are a million, there are a million ways. I'm gonna tell you my favorites. Three of them. There are three. I have three. The first one is the simplest one. It's the shortest one. You just say no. No. Kaya, can you? No. Nope. Eh, I use that one when I'm bold enough. (laughs) I'm not going to lie to you. My favorite one is the one of compromise and reason goes a little something like this. No, because blank, blank, blank. And the thing is, I'm not trying to get into an altercation. I'm not trying to get into an argument. I'm not, I'm trying to just say no and move the fuck on with my life. And no, do I feel the need to constantly explain myself? No, not really. And it's exhausting and I can't stand it. However, However, the goal here at the end of the day is to get what we want, right? And unfortunately, we need to do things that we normally are not used to doing and or comfortable doing in order to get the result that we want. So it's no, because I blank, blank, blank. That's the reason. Now, the compromise is like, no, but how about this, right? And what what you do there is you are effectively communicating with someone. It's the win-win situation, right? Because it's like, okay, no, I won, but how about blank, blank, blank? They win. You know what I'm saying? Balance, honey. 
balance. Okay. So that one is just no. <laughs> the other is reason and compromise. And the third one is a soft no. <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, I'm sorry. I can't do that. Boom. No reason. No nothing. Now, the apology in there, I like to sometimes throw the apology as the cherry. And now here's why. For the third reason. It's you need to remain in a calm headspace. Okay? And let me dissect that. Sometimes when you set a boundary, it is met with conflict. Let's just say, I'll give you an example. Let's just say you have a mother-in-law who won't leave you the fuck alone. She's always coming to your house, always telling you how to raise your kids, always talking about how her husband, she knows what's better for your husband and you don't because that's his mama and she knows how to do this and he needs to go to a doctor and he... And you tell her, listen, you can't be, you know, you, you, you can't do this. I feel that you boom, boom, right. You know, effective putting these things into play. She can come at you turned up because she thinks that you're attacking her. Right. So sometimes boundaries are met with conflict and people can get upset when you try to tell them about themselves. Even if you use calm, effective communication. And the thing is, when someone turns up on you, you need to remain calm. A calm mind. And listen, I'm, <laughs> I'm all for the turn up. Okay, I am. But we're trying to evolve, sis. Okay. When you have a clear mind, a calm mind, you are clear, you are able to articulate yourself, you are able to be assertive and get your point across. And you are also able to remain strong and rational to let that person know, listen, you're getting crazy, but I'm going to remain calm and cute. So that's why when I say no, sometimes I like to add the I'm sorry. Because again, it's about getting what I want and I want you to comply <laughs> with my boundary. Okay. And when I add the, I'm sorry. And if someone turns up, they look fucking crazy. Okay. So in these behaviors in which we set these boundaries, communication is key. Okay. Remaining level is key. Okay. And listen, no one said this is going to be easy. This is not a cakewalk in a park. Okay. It's not. It takes a lot of self-reflection. I personally love to journal about it. Journaling is my favorite. Y'all know this. And the thing is, is that setting boundaries is so essential for women. Because, listen. For women like us. It is vital to set these boundaries in our Love life, with money, family, friends, your career, everything, literally everything. And truthfully, truthfully, in the end, you setting boundaries is an act of self-love to protect yourself, your peace, and your energy. 
And you need to remain strong and true to yourself when you set these boundaries. Because in the end, that is how we will succeed, sis. And we will do it together. Okay? Okay. (laughs) I'm going to leave you off with that on that is how you set boundaries. How to set boundaries. Because we all need them. Okay? I appreciate you so much for tuning in and listening to me today. Oh, I love sitting here and talking to you guys. You can catch us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. I am Kaya Rose. This is Latina Lee, and I will talk to you next Friday. Bye. Bye.